Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, you wonderful, wonderful people. So this week, we're going to be talking about relief drinking. Now, I guess we could also think about it as stress drinking as well. Like, it's quite an interesting discussion, actually. And as we peel back the layers, as we often find, it, there's more than it's than kind of first meets the eye with this. And it's something that people report a lot. So we're really excited to have this conversation. Um, oh, this is really, really cool. Me and Ellie are going to talk about this just for a couple of minutes at the beginning of the podcast, but we're both going to be in This Naked Minds July Path, which is an amazing place um, to to become alcohol free and to learn all of the things you need for your first year and all of that stuff. And um, there is a link in the show notes that will not only give you the best price that you will find for it anywhere, and it is an amazing return on investment. It's a hugely magical place to be in. Um, But if you use that link this Naked Mind will also kindly help the podcast out a little bit by bringing some of that money back into what we're up to. Um, and yeah, it won't cost you any extra. In fact, it will cost you a lot less um, than if you go through usual channels. Um, and, you know, we're, we're able to offer that because we're we're in there and we're, we're, we just love it. We love it so much. But we're going to talk about that for a minute or two, just at the beginning. So uh, I, won't, I won't dive deep in that right now. But yeah, awesome. So we're going to talk about relief drinking. There's been some great conversations happening in the Facebook group as always. So we'd love to see you there. And yeah, I don't think there's much else to say other than sit down, put your feet up and relax. Here's me and Ellie. Awesome. I should be in charge. I'm the boss. Hello, mm. Mr. Sam. All right, boss. Mr. Sam's got a bloody duck in the oven, much to my dismay. Naughty Sam cooking ducks. <laughs> Mr. Sam. Great yes. podcast. Five stars. These two are a couple of funny people. Sometimes. <laughs> they, they crack me up every episode while getting their point across and being very informative. Love them as two of my coaches in the path. In this naked mind that I'm currently on. Great podcast, definitely worth a listen. Thank you. And this is from WTTVGIRF. There you go. Which is very cool. And we were just um, just talking about how much we enjoy coaching in the path. It's a wonderful program. We sure do. Yeah, no, it's um it's pretty magic in there, huh? It is. And you get so you get a whole year's worth of support uh from coaches like Sam and I. And we're coaching the next uh the next one that's coming up in a week's time. We're starting in a week, July, the July path class. Yes, that's true. So you know, a lot of what we talk about is kind of the the longer term sort of staying stopped and being present and sober, but for a for a place to learn how to get your first year, it's just yeah. a magical spot. And um, yeah, so it kind of makes sense to to just mention it. If anyone is looking to come and um, hang out and get some support and help from us in that way, then that's that's a really cool opportunity. Um, it, yeah, is. it really is cool in there. It is. And I'll tell you what, I, we, so during the course of June, as the class is starting to fill, we get to do uh, coach intros to introduce ourselves and to answer question of the day. And I've really loved 
doing it with this group because they're just there's something very special happening there already it's a really wonderful group mm. very excited so come and join us because it's going to be a lot of fun yeah so we're going to put a we're going to put a link in the old in the old let's see everything's old you see in the, the old, old show nuts show nuts show nuts show, show, nuts. <laughs> show your nuts mate um no, we're going to put a link in the show notes and you can go there and you can, yeah, join up. And yeah, it's really cool because if you join up through that link, then we, it basically puts a little bit um, towards the podcast. It won't cost you any more money, but it supports us as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a nice right, way of supporting the podcast, which is really cool. And yeah, yeah, you can come and hang out with us as well if you want to do that. So yeah, yeah. I don't think there's much else to say on that, really, is there? I mean, I think Peter, like, there's we wouldn't be in there doing it if we didn't really truly believe in it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's the, the the best content that you're going to want to get your hands on as far as busting beliefs goes, breaking through any fixation on alcohol, as far as that's concerned, and then going beyond, as you were saying, like living your first year alcohol free, and so you've got fantastic content you've got the most amazing community and you'll build wonderful connections with like-minded people and then of course you've got wonderful coaches and every week you've got a number of different coaching calls that you can go to and bring whatever you want whatever questions you have or if even if you haven't got a question somebody else will have and then as often happens in these forums you'll be like oh god i'm so glad they asked that that was so helpful yeah, it's cool when people ask a question you didn't even know you had. Mm. That is mm. cool. So, yeah, so come join us. Come join us if you feel called. And uh, if you've got any questions about it, reach out to one of us and we can we can fill you in. Yeah, no, like, just, just as a final thing, is it like, not like give you a smack fisty yeah. fill you in. Yeah. Um, and it is, a, so I think for both of us, this will be the last one that we'll be uh, enrolling for quite a while, right? So if anyone's thinking about it, it's definitely a good time to hop in um all the coaches are amazing but yeah if you want to, oh are you okay awesome but us together i think this is yeah. the last one we're going to be coaching together for a, yeah for a, a long spell time. yeah for a good spell right coming early crow what we uh what we riffing well, on today i'm relieved to say that we are talking about relief drinking today or drinking for relief or well not necessarily even just drinking but using something to uh, not oh God, what's the word I want to use to deal with moments of relief that come along. So the classic is I had a, I think it might have even been on the path call a little while ago. There was a lovely lady and she'd had this week long of intense social activities going on. And the bulk of it was at her place. So she was hosting event after event after event all within like the space of a week <laughs> like birthdays bar mitzvahs christmas no it wasn't it wasn't christmas i don't think there was a bar mitzvah but there was a bulk of there was a birthday. Going on. there was a birthday <laughs> and a few other birthdays there was a bunch of stuff going on and uh she was navigating early-ish days of being alcohol free feeling really solid she thought ahead and prepared herself for what was going to happen and so she thought about what she was going to uh, talk to people about in terms of what she, you know she was comfortable sharing with her journey she got herself alcohol free drinks in so she'd done some really fantastic preparation up to the point of this series of events starting 
And then she'd also considered, you know, how she was going to attend herself through that period of time, because it was there's going to be a lot going on. And so she thought about taking breaks and getting outside and all of those things. She'd done a great job. And she got to the end of like it was the culmination of all of the events had it all happened. People were you know, she's waving everybody off at the door. Bye. And then she's back inside, like, oh wow, like I've got put the dishwasher on three times. I've got all the beds to change. She got into all of that and she's frantically doing all of that to get it all done. And when it was all done, she says she just found herself like melting into the sofa. And before she'd realized it, she had a glass of Prosecco in her hand. So there'd been like a bottle of Prosecco left over in the fridge, an open bottle. And she'd just found herself like absentmindedly sat on the sofa with a glass of Prosecco. And she's like, how the fuck did that happen? So it was a really interesting conversation to get into. And 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 particularly, I think, because she'd done so much preparation work, thinking about the event and what was going to happen and how she was going to manage her way through that and how she's going to take care of herself. But what she hadn't necessarily thought about, and the thing that we don't tend to think about, is the sigh of relief afterwards. Like, what happens then? So that was the whole purpose of this podcast. Yeah, and there's a few different sort of flavours of this, isn't there? I was talking to someone the other day who was saying that she'd been the uh, designated driver and had taken her friends out and sort of like gone through the whole night and, and sort of like got through it and a few different things had happened and they ended up drinking more than she'd liked them to. Or, and she kind of, I think, probably kind of um, learned a lot during that evening mm. as what was okay and what wasn't okay for her these days. And then when, when she got home, the moment she'd said goodbye to them, the first thing that she did was yeah. pour a glass of wine, kind of similar thing. And, there, and other people will have flavors of this where it's kind of getting home from work. And, you know, we've spoken about the, the kind of that time where we, often think about drinking because it's where we often drink and there's kind of like a dopamine memory at say five or six o'clock is the classic when people get back from work although it depends it could be it could be any time it, it could be after the school pickup it could be it, it just depends right there's no, no nothing like in stone with that um but it's interesting because actually the time at which we turn to alcohol in that scenario is the time where um often the stress of the day is gone so if you're maybe not always, but often, particularly if you're at work, you're busy, you're on, you're doing things all the time. Um, and then you get back to the point where it's kind of the day's winding down, it's quiet. And that is when we kind of reach for the, when we reach for the drink is the magpie here. <laughs> no, but the curtain is like, I thought the magpie was back in his docks. Have a look. He's probably lurking behind the curtain, peeking. If he was going to be anywhere, that's where he'd be. But yeah, it's interesting to think about that, isn't it? That isn't it funny how, so we talk about like relief drinking, which is kind of what we sort of named this, but almost like people often think of it as stress drinking though. Like, oh, wait, I drink at that time to relieve my stress. But that's, it's often the point in the day where we are not in the middle of the stressful situation. It's the calm after the storm, as I was saying earlier. Mm. And it's, so it's curious, the question that we're sort of exploring today as well is, well, is there something else going on then? Because we often know that in the middle of a very stressful event, um, we often don't, sometimes we don't drink, but if we're working, it might not even be possible, right? So it's, uh, anyway, interesting mm -hmm. discussion. So I'm interested to see where we go with this, mate. Um, mm -hmm. In a minute, hang on, I've got, uh, 
I've got to go to the oven in two minutes and 14 seconds. You want to press pause now? No, I'll do it in 10. That's too early. You can't, you got to follow the instructions, haven't you? I spe- I, I, well, you know, you got to find out. I don't normally do that. Did the duck come with instructions? Well, the label did. <laughs> just right. well, I'm just wondering whether we do fill in, fill in two minutes. Right, hang on a minute. Well, I, like, why don't I, do you know what? I'm really tempted to just not quick pause in the recording and just be like, right, on you. And then you basically just have to waffle. Yeah, well, I, could, I could just talk about how annoying you are. Good night for two minutes. Probably need longer. Right, give me a minute. <laughs> right, I'm back. How's it looking? Crispy. Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be, isn't it? It's not um, a whole what is it then? Just a leg? Yeah. Oh, make me feel a bit sad, Sam. <laughs> right. So. Well, there's the alarm to get there. Hang on, turn it off now. Sorry, everybody. This is like a window into This is just like hi, just hanging out with Sam and Ellie as they do their day. Is your, you need to take the washing out. No, because it's raining. Oh, no, but actually I do. You need to bring it in. No, I need to put it out in a minute when it stopped raining. I used to be so bad at that. My mum always used to be like, right, I'm just going out. Can you just get the washing in if it starts raining? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm just, well, it, we we have another podcast episode to record about parenting, don't we? And uh, I, last night, had a small win. I got Pearl doing the washing up, didn't I? Well done. I am. Um... I'm quite excited about that podcast because I've got some top tips for <laughs> all you parents out there. I can't wait. I've got some. I've got pretty sure that I've got some sound advice. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Anyway, that's that's for another day. It is right. Come um, on. Relief. So, well, I, as you as you were gone basting your duck leg, I was thinking about back. I was thinking back to the time where I used to drink seemingly for relief. So just what you were talking about, get to the end of the day, all of the toil's done, the kids have finally gone to sleep, and and I would drink to seemingly relieve the stress mm. and to have that sigh, what I, what I used to call the sigh of relief, ah, the escape, the melt into the sofa situation. And what was going on for me then was very innocent and very um it, it was kind of naive like I didn't know I didn't actually know how to relax I didn't know how to regulate my nervous system so there's a story called alcohol relaxes you that I believed for a long time and bought into and reinforced with a a, a nightly habitual pattern and so it just made sense to me to do that but I, I didn't, like, there wasn't another option to me. There wasn't another way to relax. And I think the more that you are in that cycle, because of the physiological side of things, you know, your body learns the pattern and the brain learns to the, you know, you have the anticipation of the drink. And so you get that, that illusion of relief for a very short period of time. And the agitation before. And then if you're drinking regularly, even if you're taking a few days off a week, with alcohol still in the system, you're going to have heightened levels of stress hormones. So you're going to feel a level of anxiety that you wouldn't otherwise. 
And it's the scratching the itch syndrome, isn't it? It's you have the drink and it scratches the itch, but it's the thing that's causing the itch in the first place. So I think that's notable to point out because I think a lot of people are in that cycle or have been in that cycle or will recognize that cycle. And when we remove alcohol, we need to learn how to regulate the nervous system and consider what we might do, if anything, instead of drinking. Uh, when we get to those points where we we want, seemingly we want to relax, the stress is behind, as you said, the stress is gone, like we're not in the stressful situation, but we have the the feeling that there's, um, you know, that sigh of relief to be had, but we don't need a substance to achieve it. Yeah, I wonder if it can work the other way as well. I think it's possible because um, I think even once you've taken, if you've removed alcohol from your life or a substance from your life, I think I think what you've spoken about is a large piece of it for many people. I think there's um, also this thing that happens where actually as the body starts to relax, as we just fall back into that state of kind of peace and feeling mm. good, that can actually be sort of equally difficult for people as well if they haven't been there, if they don't know how to, if they just don't, because it looks a little bit like, well, just hanging out and just being, you know, you're not doing anything. You're not running yeah. around doing that stuff. You're not kind of busy. You're not, you're actually sort of just with you and with whatever it is that's moving through your kind of thoughts and stuff like that. And, and I think people often, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to be with ourselves. And we mm. often, I think we spoke about boredom and often a similar pattern for people is just that um, actually, oh, I'm bored is actually, I, I don't know how to to be with myself because the body knows how to, It you know, we have all these amazing mechanisms. It knows how to relax. I think the, I think the, perhaps we can talk about it the kind of like re teaching our central nervous system that it's okay it's kind of like building bridges back to what the what the body already knows yeah and yeah. and there can be like these beautiful ways of doing that right so like you say it can be we talk about like the just like going for a run or you know getting in a you know all the different things that we've spoken about here all these different sensory experiences all these different things that we can do which are a holding space um for our body mm. and some of those things will stay and some of those things will fall away and that's 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 all good that that's that's fine um but yeah so i wonder if it's both things um because i think a lot of people as well what they find is say six months after um they still are saying i don't know how to just chill out i don't know how to just be with myself and you know, so i mean this is definitely common for as well for, for anyone with adhd what people will often say is it, like sitting down relaxing it just seems pointless to me it doesn't seem like a good idea like yeah. like you said Ellie, you get that 30 minutes and you're like well what the fuck yeah. what's what 17 things can i put in here yeah exactly exactly yeah. and that and, and that i hear that so often and you know even this far down the road i still fall victim to that i had a an experience a few this is quite quite a few weeks ago now and i've I've spoken about it in various different places, so um, you have to let me know if I'm repeating myself. I've been away with the kids at the caravan. It's probably at Easter, I think. I've been away with the kids at the caravan for like an extended period of time. Came back home, and so it's like the day before school, and so I'm travelling back with 
two weeks worth of washing, tired kids, and you know it's a good sort of an hour and a half, two hour journey. So I've been through all of that, and I'm tired, and I'm looking ahead at this mountain of stuff that I have to do to get the kids prepared, ready for school the next day. And as I approached home, I was gifted something. My husband came along and said, I'll take the kids. They can stay with me overnight. And get this, he took half or more than half of the washing with him as well. And I was like, way!" So I had this initial moment of elation and excitement and wow, like that, because that, you know, an appreciation, like, oh my goodness, like that, what a lovely, because I was anticipating that I was coming home to a lot of work and wow, like I was gifted this opportunity. And as the door shut and the kids went off and everything fell quiet and the dogs weren't here either because they'd been staying with him. I, I was in my house and it was quiet and it was still, and there was nothing seemingly to do I mean, of course, I still had some of the washing to do and what have you. And it was this really strange experience because it it very, as we were joking before, came on, like this, it, it doesn't happen for me very often that I have a moment of of quiet, of stillness, of somebody's, some being not wanting or asking something of me. And I kind of stood there for a minute like, well, oh. and then I had the urge, the urge that comes along to do the washing and to hoover and all of those things. And then I thought, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And I knew that there was something else there. And I I just allowed it to be as it was. And and what happened, what transpired was I got really sad. I got really sad. And there were some thoughts that were um, creating some of the experience around like, oh, the kids have all left me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all alone. You know, so there was some of that going on. But beneath all of that there was um there was some energy that was wanting to work its way through and what i did over the course of the next few hours was i just let myself be guided by my body as to what i needed and that consisted of a few things one walking around the house crying <laughs> And it wasn't just like the little sobs. It was like, no one's here. <gasps> it was that kind of crying, which actually is very, it's very good for you, right? It's, it's very good as a release. It's very good for cleansing. So there's a lot of that going on. I then had this calling to do this particular um, physical practice. I belong to a, a membership. And because of time constraints, I haven't been particularly active or hadn't been particularly active. And one of the teachers is very spiritual and very lovely and just has this, it's a very unique kind of, and quite a gentle practice. And so I I thought, I want, I want to spend some time with him. And so I pulled up one of his classes, just picked one at random. And it happened to be one where he was talking about, throughout the course of the movement practice, he was talking about the um, the fact that our emotions will change all of their you know all by by themselves you know they're um they will just flow and he was talking about kind of noticing where you were at the beginning of the practice and then noticing what had shifted midway through and and it was just so lovely because he was talking to exactly what I was experiencing experiencing and practicing in the moment and 
of course you feel the connection there and the you know e- even though that's not a live class you've still got this transmission you know this this energy that's moving and so the, there were small tears but then the, but then notably it all shifted and as i got to the end of this practice it was it was just so interesting to tune in to the feeling body and what was happening and and then i did a bunch of other stuff like listen to one of my teachers and sat down and looked out the window and you know just whatever I felt guided to in the moment but that whole those few hours that would have otherwise been filled with bypassing effectively ironing washing you know things that you could say like they needed to be done but what I would have done is ridden roughshod over the emotional experience that I needed to have and so the backdrop to all of this is that having separated from a husband, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole thing there that I'm that I'm dealing with personally. And at that particular time, it wasn't necessarily like a specific thing, but there were there was a need to cleanse some stuff and let go of some stuff. And that experience, because I didn't try to curate anything, I just was guided to as to what I needed moment by moment it allowed that energy to do its thing and and I felt the benefit of it afterwards and it was a really really wonderful experience and then funnily enough the washing and stuff still gets done but it's it's done with a a different energy and it feels lighter yeah nice yeah I think um being comfortable in the uncomfortable is a really powerful part of being human. And Mm. I'm reminded of that. I made probably my favorite, one of my favorite Sydney Banks quotes. Um, If the only thing that people learned was not to be afraid of their experience, that alone would change the world. And that's a really, like he he said, if the only thing, I was hanging out with uh, Jamie, a friend of mine the other day, and he was like, he was very specific about that saying the only thing, and, and it looks very real. If you think about how, if if every single person on the planet was no longer afraid to feel, afraid to, you know, let those that energy move through in whatever way looked real for them, that would literally change the world. You would have less people running around being frantic. And by the way, this isn't, if you're listening into this and you're like, hard, oh, I definitely do this. And I'd be surprised if there aren't a lot of people who who aren't thinking that. It's not like, you don't want to make another stick to beat ourselves without a bit. It's like, we're doing it because it makes sense. We've, we're sort of taught to run away from ourselves. We're taught to look in the other direction when these things come up. But actually the amazing thing that we learn when we actually do sit with ourselves and we don't just run at the first opportunity to the washing or to alcohol or to whatever is, is a really amazing set of, um, feelings and experiences and and it creates and and it's for a really rich life and like you've often said mate like for all the time that we're in these bodysuits um we're gonna get feelings we're gonna get like that's Mm -hmm. that's part of it but we don't make ourselves okay by making it so that we only ever feel i mean i think most people try and make themselves okay by making it make it trying to make sure that they never feel certain things the real secret to it is in knowing we're okay even when that stuff's going on anyway like that's Mm -hmm. that's the because it's going to happen it's going to happen we're going to feel 
sad in the same way that we're going to feel joy. We're going to feel all different things. Um, and beneath that emotionality is um, you. And that's the space from where you can always hold those. It's uh, It's a little bit like, you know, if you imagine the ocean, deep, deep down in the ocean, beneath the currents, that's, it's always calm. And at mm. the top, it, there might be all sorts of different things going on, all sorts of like waves crashing and all the rest of it. But, you know, that looks like it, it's just meant to be that way. That's how the ocean works. But you're not the waves, you know, you're kind of, that's moving through you, but you're you're much, much deeper than that. And then it brings a different kind of richness to life because you you're no longer afraid to, yeah, of your experience. And so I'd invite anyone to kind of ask that question. What is it? What is it that I'm running from? And you might be surprised what you see with that. Just just that just the knowing of that, because it, it looks to me like the only thing that's standing in between. I don't know if it looks to you like this, mate. It looks like this to you, mate. But it looks really simple. <laughs> the only thing that's standing between anyone and freedom from alcohol or in a funny way is feelings like that's it you know like any if anyone were to stop drinking unless someone literally needs a medically assisted detox where they need a, like a bit of, of help for it to be safe but for anybody in the bracket the much much bigger proportion of people for well what is it that's going to come up it's going to be emotions it's going to be cravings potentially there's a few things but it's all going to be stuff you can handle within your experience there's nothing coming at you that you can't um be with unless you believe that you can't be with it and then it will seem like it's insurmountable but that isn't true and so when i'm talking to people now people will come up with all of these like amazingly kind i mean i used to do this as well all these stories and complexities around why it's harder for me and why this will be difficult and how you know that, that you know but ultimately it's feelings it's feelings and experience of, from the inside that we're mm. that is the only thing that we need to sit and learn and be with um and so with that said, then the questions are, well, you know, how do I do that? And that's kind of what we've been riffing on today. But I don't know if, if that made any sense. Yeah, absolutely did. Um, my teacher, Sally, calls emotions free-flowing, gift-giving energies. Hmm. And those two things are really important to note because the the free-flowing element of it means that we don't have to get in there and try and resolve them or whip them up or interfere you're like you can be completely hands off free flowing will do their thing on their own no interference needed and if we do interfere that's when typically things will get sticky or they'll get stuck so you, your call is to be hands off and the gift giving element is that that there is some benefit there there is some value there and if you can be, if you can take, even on faith, but if you can take that stance, then you will be open to your full experience. You won't be creating resistance and, and suffering by trying to move away from the so-called, you know, difficult or negative emotions and clinging on to the so-called good or positive emotions. You're open to the whole thing. And you can take that that beginner's mind that that curiosity for oh there's something here like that sadness that I was talking about well that doesn't always feel nice in the body it doesn't but 
Can I include it? Yes. Is it going to move through on its own, unencumbered? Yes. It shifts and changes. Bless you. That's a silent yes. sneeze. That's it. Whilst I muted while I sneezed. <laughs> um, and, and there's a gift. And the gift for me was the gift of cleansing, the gift of letting go. If I'd have tried to suppress that emotion, if I'd have tried to change that experience for myself, then I'd still be stuck in something that I needed to let go of. And, you know, you you hear me whinging a lot about what goes on in my life, Sam, so you've got the whole background. Never. But, um, you know, the, the, I've been through quite an experience the last few months, but there's a couple of things. One, I couldn't have done this without the clarity of being alcohol-free. And secondly, being completely open to my experience just as it is without trying to change it i've learned so much i've grown so much i've let go of so much i feel so much lighter so much freer and every time that we give ourselves this opportunity you you're teaching the body you know you're giving yourself the the muscle memory that you can include these experiences which then gives you some confidence around the next thing that's going to come up because there's, there's for sure going to be difficult and challenging times in all of our lives. All the while that we're embodied, we're going to face challenges and th things that are entirely outside of our control. But we can be there for all of it. We don't have to perpetuate this, this resistance that, that causes our suffering. Yeah, exactly. And it's so innocent. We're all we're all trained into that. And then if you're anything like me, um, you know, I, I definitely had this um ideal running, this program running of like, well, I just want to feel good all the time. And so when I if I were reading some kind of spiritual book or self-help book and I'd have those moments of feeling great, I'd be like, Oh, this is the one. This is it. It's mm -hmm. it's here forever now. Um, and I'm gonna feel like this forever. And then you know, the kind of, you know, we don't even know this stuff. A lot of this stuff's invisible, but then if we tip over into not feeling good again, then we judge ourselves for it. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to know better than this by now, but no one escapes the human condition. Um, and I thought people, I thought that was possible. I thought that was on the cards and it just, it just isn't, it isn't on the cards. And another part of that, you know, their, their gifts is that, yeah, they are, it's a, it's a freaking miracle that we feel. It's an absolute miracle. Just sit and think about it for a minute, people, that you're, in this bodysuit that you're going about this experience on this universe, it looks like who knows how many beings get this beautiful opportunity opportunity to know that they know that they know that they exist, right? And you get to feel as well. You get to feel joy and you get to feel sadness and you get to feel, well, like that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, I don't even know what it's like in most of the animal kingdom. And I think there was clearly, we've talked about emotions and feelings and but but we are it's a freaking miracle what we've what we're with here and that we you know we're just in letting go of that story and in walking into that space um that's amazing it's just just amazing so yeah i think <laughs> once again we've ended up somewhere i didn't know we were going to end up but surprise surprise no i think oh, oh. I'm in that place of like, I'm really tempted to 
encourage people to to just to just get still. To, yeah. You know, to to well, just just do nothing. Just literally, when you have that, when you have that impulse to busy yourself or to drink, to just give yourself the gift of some stillness, some silence, some solitude, and it might feel like the last fucking thing on this earth that you want to do, but you're opening the doors to something really special. Yeah, and and the key is, you, you spoke about this earlier, but it's in, in doing nothing, it means you're not trying to change anything either. So you're, if you're just sat on the sofa for five minutes, if you're really pissed off, well, that's what you are. It's kind of like the way I like to mm. think about it is whatever fire is burning in you. So if it's the fire of joy um, or sadness or anger or the fire, it's like that. It's like, okay, look what's going on. And if you notice that the flames are getting bigger, they're getting bigger. If it's going down, they're going down. But the But the one thing that we don't have to do is fan it in any way like we don't need to like increase those flames um and yeah you'll learn a huge amount about yourself you'll learn a huge amount about yourself so it's it really is about just being with yourself not judging yourself for any of the stuff that's going on realize that's not even you it's it's uh it's a part of your experience but you're watching it play out like like when you're sat in a in a movie sat in a cinema watching the watching it but there's a really key there's a huge difference between knowing that you're in the movie and seeing that it's a, a film and there's nothing to do about it you're just kind of watching it play out and sometimes it's a beautiful film and sometimes it's it's really scary there's a huge difference between that and forgetting that you're innocently forgetting that you're in a in a movie and if that were the case you might be running around all over the place trying to solve everybody's problems and and actually it's it's it, you don't you don't need to do that so there's yeah there's something here for people i think because and that, i think that works as well for there's a time and a place for where um soothing yourself is very powerful and i think if we're feeling very activated um then you know for whatever it is like for me like one of my favorite things to do i speak talk about this a lot is just walk through is walk on grass when it's warm outside but cool in the evening in the grass i I freaking love that it's amazing it's really soothing but there's also a time to just be as well there's also a time to just wherever you are take five minutes and sit um Mm. so yeah maybe that's what we leave people with mate is that the next time that you get 20 minutes 15 minutes 10 minutes a minute to yourself and there's that urge to do the washing while juggling and cooking a duck then maybe uh maybe yeah. maybe don't do that see what happens mm. and i would love to hear in their facebook group come and talk to us about your experience and if you're willing to take up that challenge and then let us know it would be wonderful to hear from you in the group and to be able to share what's happening and create that that dialogue and that discussion because then when the the next time comes up, like I, so with the, the lady that I was referencing right at the beginning, she could see that, right, the next time I face something like this and I've done all of my preparation for what I'm going to say to people and the drinks that I'm going to have in and what she can do for herself is give herself the gift of space afterwards. Mm-hmm. So not rushing to put all of the laundry on and the, make remake the beds and do the dish like I can come back to that at any point but the first thing that I can do is down regulate if I need to 
soothe myself if I need to and just give myself that that space, that space to just be and allow. Because so much has happened, like in that experience with her, so much had happened. Mm. There's a lot to process from those interactions and connections. And so we, we need we need that time. And so it's worthwhile thinking about planning for the relief, planning for the after the event. We, you meant, oh, Christ, I thought the bird was going to fly into the house then. Shit. It didn't. Phew. Um, but the magpie is outside. We saw him. Um, you were talking about somebody that had, I can't remember the, this was on air or prior to us going on air, about had driven, a lady had driven her friends mm, yeah. out. Did you talk about that on here? Pretty sure we did that. We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I just imagine it? Uh, so again, like she, she could think about giving herself that relief, that that true relief at the end, as opposed to the the buffering, the bypassing. So it's it's a really helpful, practical thing, just to build in, because this is the thing. Like unless something's in your diary, are you are you going to do it? You know, I hear from people a lot. Like I've got to schedule in like self-care time or whatever. So schedule in this relief time to allow yourself to just be and then let us know what happens. Yeah, it, I mean, I guess it definitely can happen if someone has an insight, if they realise, oh, hang on a minute, and they see that it's... realise, oh, there isn't anything to be afraid of, then, then that can absolutely happen. But it can definitely be... If it's making sense to you to to do some of the things we're talking about today then perhaps you've already had that insight perhaps even in just thinking about that you've already seen something new so mm. right team love it that's great Eddie Crow we've nearly been waffling for goodness knows how long now but, let's uh, go then so we ought to hit that hit that square go uh, go say hello to old magpie what's his name yeah. anyway Jeffrey Jeffrey right team don't forget that link is there in the show notes if you're even the littlest bit interested in coming and just being a part of something really magical and you're a bit interested come and read through the information about the path and stuff um me and ellie wouldn't be coaching in there if we didn't really believe in what's uh, what's going on so it would be great to see some of you in there and uh yeah hope you have the most amazing week and we will talk to you very soon next week in fact <laughs>